Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Plus Model Radio, the number one podcast for plus-size women. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is Monday, May 11th, 2009. As always, I've got a great show for you today. Coming up later on the show will be model and actress Velvet and fashion designer Just Ramona. But up first is Terry Murray. Terry Murray is a professional full-time model in New York City. She moved from Ohio to New York when she signed a contract with Ford Models almost six years ago. Previously, Terry was a full-time fit model at Lane Bryant Corporate in Columbus, Ohio. Terry made several national sales videos for Lane Bryant and modeled in Lane Bryant fashion shows through the years. Terry is a full-time fit model in New York and does it all, runway, print, teaching, and consulting. The last two models she trained were signed by Model Service Agency, which is her home agency currently. She is president-elect of AICI New York Tri-State Chapter of the Association of Image Consultants International, executive director of the School of Esther New York, and an instructor at the Plus Academy, New York, as well as a certified fit specialist in intimate apparel. Her passion is for the plus-size woman who should be able to buy anything every other woman can buy, everything beautiful, fit, and fabulously stylish under and over. So let's welcome Terry to the show. Hi, Shanice. Thank you so much for having me. Hi, Terry. I'm so glad you could join us this evening. So before you begin your career as a model, what were you doing? Well, I had just gotten a divorce. After 21 years of marriage, my husband didn't like my size. Mm. And uh, (laughs) that was one of the reasons Tyra Banks wanted me on her show. She loved my story about how um, he actually left me mostly because of my weight. Mm -hmm. And So So you were smaller smaller Mm -hmm. before and you gained weight during the marriage? I quit smoking. Okay. And became the size I am now, and uh, that's why I gained the weight after 17 years keeping uh, keeping the weight off. I had been this size as a teenager, mm-hmm. and then I my mother took me to get diet pills. Some of you remember diet pills, mm-hmm. and um, I lost 60 pounds and kept it off for many years. But I smoked during that time, and so I quit smoking. And he was going to quit. He said he'd quit with me, but he never did. Okay, so from there you learned about modeling and you started pursuing modeling and you became a fit model for Lane Bryant for nine years. Now tell us about that experience and how were you able to keep that client for so long? 
Well, it was really great. I think it was one of those things that was really ordained for me in my life. Um, I answered an ad in the newspaper that Lane Bryant had put in the paper uh, that they needed a fit model with certain measurements. Mm-hmm. And I thought that um, I was the right size, so I called them and they said, uh, there's only a couple things. You'll have to get measured in your underwear, and sometimes, and you'll have to go to Hong Kong twice a year. And I thought, that's too bad. That would be great. <laughs> and so at the time, you weren't signed with the agency or anything. No. You did that on your own. Mm-hmm. So from there, you got more and more involved in modeling, and then you decided to move to New York? Well, my daughter encouraged me to enter a pageant, a beauty pageant, in uh, Chicago, the National Plus USA Woman. Beauty mm-hmm. pageant, and I came in first runner-up, and I met a lady from Ford, Chicago, who okay. uh, got me in to see Ford, New York. Okay, and so when you were signed with Ford, New York, how was that experience? Did you do some other things with them besides fit? No, I didn't. They 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 thought that I was just really best for fitting, so okay. they kept me in the fit department. Although I wanted to do some other things like print and uh, runway. Mm-hmm. And that was really one of the reasons why I left them and went with a model service. I've had all okay. kinds of opportunities with them. Oh, okay, so Ford wasn't the right fit for you, so you found another agency that worked better. Right, but I love Ford, and Ford, I wouldn't have even come to New York if it hadn't been for that contract. And okay. They're the best there is. You Got know? it. And, and how many women, I think, that are prettier, smaller, and, um, that, that would have loved to have had that opportunity, but for exactly. some reason I had it. Right. So, so I left everything and everybody and moved to New York. Okay. Well, you brought your family with you or you moved by yourself? I moved totally by myself. I knew no one. Wow. Um, I know. My daughters were grown, and they have families of their own, and oh, they okay. just said, go for it, Mom. So now in addition to being a model yourself, you also train models. So what are some of the things you teach uh, to them to get their career started? Well, I like to teach them who are the the right people to contact, who are legitimate agents and photographers. I teach them about photos and uh, their their bag and the accessories and shoes and shapewear, things they need for a shoot or for a runway show, mm-hmm. um, what hairstyles are best for them and their face shape, how to walk and pose. And we even go into skin care and um, auditions on television before camera. You know, it's everything really that they need to know for um, to start out modeling. So can you be hired um, directly just for personal consultations on people that want to start modeling? Yes, uh, definitely, and I teach classes also. Um, I mean, it, uh, group classes, and I, I, I will also take a group of class of uh, students to, say, for instance, I, took, I taught a class in uh, bra fitting, and I took, um, all five of them to Lane Bryant, and we tried on bras together. Okay. And it was really interesting because we could see for ourselves what a difference a proper fitting bra makes. Yes. On the other person. Yes. Mm-hmm. It makes a huge difference. It definitely. really does. And some people think it's like Greek. It's hard to understand right off, right from the beginning, uh, how how to do it properly. Right. So. Besides that, you're involved in a lot of the Association of Image Consultants International. So are you for hire as an image consultant, or do you focus primarily on running that chapter? No, I really am. I am an image consultant, and I I have an hourly uh, fee that I charge 
for mm-hmm. that service. I consult with men and women of all ages and sizes, and like I said, teach groups and fitting bras as well as individual and group shopping. So and a regular person can get image consulting uh, services whether they're interested in modeling or not, right? Exactly, because everybody needs a little help getting um, fine-tuning their look and their image, maybe mm-hmm. for a special event like a job interview or maybe a, a new uh, person you've met you want to date, or those kind of things. So what in your life, is, you just need it. Right. So what is the difference between image consulting and wardrobe styling? Well, basically, I, um, an image consultant works with an individual to shine up their their image, like I mentioned, um, maybe they're getting a new job or they've got a new social position or they're they're you know meeting someone else they want to start get back into the dating world oh, or really? even to the job world. You know, maybe they've just gotten a divorce and they just feel like you know they've been home for so long they don't know what to do, and then um, also and so that's more of an individual type thing through color analysis and figure analysis and we we talk about what looks good on you for your body style and type so image consulting is kind of like giving them a makeover yes okay and, and then, um uh-huh go ahead go ahead a wardrobe stylist is more um typically a person that works at a photo shoot or with a celebrity or uh models or public figures uh, picks out clothing for them um, for for television appearances, music videos, and performances, public appearances, those kind of things. And they pull pull and shop for for them with other de- with through the department stores, and sometimes consult with the client, uh, the photographer, and the hairstylist and makeup artist to put together a particular look or theme for a, a certain project. Okay, so one is for a certain project, and the other is for your life. Right, or or you might say the one is for your individual life, and then the other is for um, your public life. Oh, okay. Say, okay. Or if you're a celebrity. Okay. So we touched on it a bit before, but you are a certified fit specialist in intimate apparel. So tell us more about that. Uh, well, I've been fitting intimate apparel for 15 years, and as you know, most women don't wear the right size bra, right. and most of us don't even know where to start to measure someone or fit them with a bra. So um, when I was with Lane Bryant, they asked me to develop their wear test program for bras and panties. Mm. So I had to find and me- I found and measured hundreds of women and determined their right size, uh, and then I developed a questionnaire that um, – they had to turn in after the wear test, which they had to answer quite a few questions. And I summarized those those comments and presented them to the buyers, mm-hmm. so that everything that is is out in the stores was was wear tested, and all of the bugs are out of it before it hits the store. Like uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's really important to you know wear test right, do wear right. tests on especially bras because they're so intimate, they're so close to your body for, as a you know woman. Right. And so do, you result, you think that, uh-huh. do you think that uh like when you're over a certain uh bra size that you uh should have underwire? I I think underwire definitely. Um I know a lot of people stay steer away from it because right. it's uncomfortable, but 9 times out of 10 it's because they've got the wrong size bra on. And oh. The wire is the wrong size. And it should fit the bra should fit. <laughs> 
you know, close to your chest in the center front and the straps shouldn't be digging. The band should be totally level front to back. If it's not, if it's riding up, that means your band is too big. Mm, okay. And a lot of people don't know that when you, the, sometimes they'll they'll say, I need a uh, smaller band, but they forget that they have to go up a cup if they do that, if they go mm-hmm. down in this band size. So I just spoke at Saks, uh, did a bra presentation, and um, and I took some of the ladies back into the dressing room afterwards, and they were just, like, thrilled. Once they <laughs> yeah, it makes a big difference. It now, does. do you think sometimes you have to get more than one opinion? Because, like, right now I think I've outgrown this size I'm wearing, but I went and got measured, and I just don't believe what she told me. So do you think sometimes you need yeah, more than one opinion? I do, and I'll tell you one reason is that, you know, turnover is so great in a lot of the stores. Mm-hmm. You know that they they train them sometimes, but they don't always keep them. And um, I've been in stores where they don't even measure you; they just look at you and eyeball you because they've been doing it for 20 years. But if I suggest my clients to my clients, I suggest a size, a center size, central mm-hmm. size, and then I suggest a range, a smaller size, the size I think they are, and then a larger size. Oh, and, and then, then we, they just try it on. Yes, and that, and and different bras you uh, run smaller or larger too. So it really makes a big difference to have someone who knows what they're doing. Right, right. Okay. And plus size women, it's totally different than mis- than measuring for a missy size woman. For a so bra, that's where the yes for a bra, and that's where the biggest um, problem is. Like oh. when you would go if you would go into Victoria's Secret, they're not mm-hmm. going to measure you like you should be measured as a plus size woman. Hmm, I didn't know that. I thought it was all the same. No. Hmm. Okay. Well, those are some great tips because that really makes a difference on how your shirt lays over your body. Oh my gosh! Yes. Don't forget that your bra- your breast from the side should be between your elbow and your shoulder. That's how where the where it should be. And not hanging down lower. And not hanging any lower. <laughs> <laughs> One time I was in a photo shoot with twenty year olds and the director had to stop and say, okay, everybody get them up. <laughs> because, you know, with plus-size women, our breasts are heavy. Yeah, and, But there, you know what? There's no reason. No matter, It doesn't matter how old you are, what size you are, you can look good in anything. Your, your breasts don't have to hang. That's right. Now, tell us about um, the School of Esther, New York. Am I pronouncing it correctly? Yes, okay. yes. It's actually a 12-week um, leadership and social skills school for teens aged 13 to 18, boys and girls. And um, it's modeled after, it's, it has a, it's modeled after the integrity of Esther in the Bible, but um, it oh. can also be adapted to um, schools and other organizations but it it starts with um talks about building male female relationships courtesies etiquette public speaking etic- um social dance and modeling personal grooming um financial planning which i think is great because we all know it's not really taught in the schools financial mm-hmm. planning mm-hmm. and relationships building multicultural relationships problem solving and conflict management and community service opportunities and then it ends with a ball where they've they've learned to do the waltz during the course of the classes and then mm. they get to practice it and it's it's a lot of fun it, and it's really it's really a great opportunity for them to learn their social graces that they just learned in the class also at a major event 
So is this an after-school program or a summer program? It's after school or on Saturday. Um, it, it depends on what the uh, organization or who, you know, who has requested the class. Okay. So, and I'm also working on uh, a way to develop it so that it's an all-day Saturday and that's it. So it's an all-day summer seminar. So is it um, a cost involved to the parents? Yes. Or is it Okay. Okay. Yeah, there is. Okay, well, that sounds good. And so that's nothing to do with plus-size girls. That's for no, everybody. No, but it does have to do with image. Mm-hmm. And there are plus-size girls in the class. Okay. And I think it's it's uh, important that, you know, they're treated as well as, as any other young lady in the class. So is um, that your day job, running that um, school? No, believe me. My my day job is modeling. I am a full time model. I'm okay. one of the few fortunate ones that can do that. Right, right. Okay. I mean, I, there were no guarantees when I came here, but I'm just really thankful that it's turned out the way it has. Right. And I've met so many wonderful people in this business, in this industry. Now, do you have anything else coming up that we can be on the lookout for? Well, there's um. One thing, I'm a featured model in Everetta Day's book. Do you know Everetta? Yeah, I'm in that book, too. Okay, yeah. I'm going to be one of her uh, models. It's International Plus Models. It's her book coming out in the summer of 2009. I can't wait to meet you, Shanice. <laughs> yes, yeah, she should have a party or something for I the know. book. I know. And then I, uh, you're going to laugh, but I would want to start a cable company called Boom Boom. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. You, you're going to start a cable company called Boom Boom? Yeah, for women and men over 40. Ah, that's great. Yeah, for issues and uh, fun things surrounding baby boomers. I think it'll be a great oh, idea. Oh, Boom Boom, like baby boomers. Yeah. Okay. I thought Boom Boom, like breasts, since you were talking about bra. Ah! <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay, I get it now. Uh-huh. So is that already in the works? Well, no, but it's it's I I believe it's going to it's a great idea and I think it's going to work out. I know that some I really believe that sometimes you start thinking. Well, yeah, just put it out there. Mhm. So, well, tell us your official website and tell us how to um get in touch with you for bookings and if they want to get involved with Boom Boom or anything. <laughs> well, you can always contact me at my website. Uh, my website is com, mm-hmm. and uh, the uh, email address is on there. And um, I would more than welcome any kind of uh, great ideas that, you, that your listeners might have about you know, the cable company. I think it's, it'll be fun. Right, and uh, we or also they can have hire to, me, yeah, yeah, and hire you for modeling, image consulting, and and training, right? Yes, yes. Is there and, anything and I forgot? No, I don't think so. <laughs> and think we have to mention that you have an article in this month's Plus Model magazine as well. Yes, I forgot about that. Yes, yeah, um, so. the Plus Size Models Guide to Ultimate Guide to Shapewear. Right, and you can download that uh, from the link in your article, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so if you haven't already uh, looked at Plus Model Magazine this month, make sure you go and you check that out. So thank you, Terry, for being on the show. It was a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so much for having me. I I can't wait to meet you, too. You, too. Okay, well, good luck with everything, and have a good night. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. 
All right, make sure you check out Terry Murray um, in this month's Plus Model Magazine on her article, and make sure you check out her website. Now, um, next on the show is Just Ramona. Just Ramona NY Corporation is the brainchild of Just Ramona, created in 1995. In 1998, Just Ramona started pattern making for the garment industry and up-and-coming designers. Now designers that need pattern making services and samples made have a place to come to see their sketches come to life for their showrooms and the major shows. This year also issued in the fashion stylist division of the corporation. Just Ramona has begun has been sought after for video wardrobes, personal artist imaging, and even costumes for Broadway. Now, entertainers can have a look developed for as well as play and even bridal. Finally, after three years in development, Envy New York has made its long-awaited debut. The look for Envy New York is fresh, innovative, sophisticated, full-figured clothing line. It's a full-figured clothing line like no other. The clothing, being mostly denims and cottons, are for the mature 25-year-old and older demographic, specializing in sizes 14 to 32. Full girls can now have that same style, fit, and selection that for decades have been only offered in sizes 2 to 10. So let's welcome Ramona to the phone. Hey, are you there? Yes, I am, Shanice. How are you? I am great, and how are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Now, did I pronounce your name? Your um, your clothing line is Envy New York, right? Yes, ma'am, that's right. Okay, I'm just making sure. So tell us about your background in the fashion industry. Well, I actually started sample making, actually. That's how mm-hmm. I started. I've been sewing since 14. Okay. Uh, and I, then I started as a muse for Emilia Pucci, actually, when I was in London in school for okay. a business degree. And um, did print, runway for Wilhelmina. And oh, you were signed by Wilhelmina? Yes. I didn't know European, that. Yes, the European office, actually. Oh. And, um, <laughs> yeah. And then that's what brought me to New York, actually. Okay. And, um you know, I started with sample making and never thought I'd be designing, but um, here I am. Okay. So basically when you started off, the, the designers brought their designs and ideals to you, and then you would actually create the physical garment. Right. Pattern making. Love it. I love the draping and the pattern making. Okay. Which is, which is actually what geared me into full figures to plus size. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, wait, let's get this way before we get to that. But before you started your own line, you had prominent positions with other companies. So tell us about some of the companies you work for. Well, my degree is actually in a business, and I actually managed Deborah Moses, which was a prominent clothing company, an accessory company here in New York. And um I was her first executive manager, actually, in okay. charge of production and sample making, the hiring, firing, the whole works. You know, it was her and then it was me. Okay. So it, was, it was good. That's and it. so that gave you the experience 
the on-hands experience to want to venture out on your own and create your own company. Yes, ma'am. Willing and dealing and learning. I learned the hard way, and that was on the job, 7th Avenue, because they went on to Fahrenheit. So, yeah. So why did you decide to create a line for plus-size women? Because many designers shy away from it. They don't even want to touch it. See, because of me having the pattern-making background, it's a challenge. Plus-size mm-hmm. women is a challenge, you know, because um, it, it, it's, I love the pattern-making, and it actually started as a challenge, but then it became a passion, you know, after seeing the pieces and, you know, working. It's like a work of art, actually. Well, what are some of the challenges? Well, see, because what, what I do with Envy, it's, it's developed. This whole line was developed just for plus-size women. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually started with uh, Sharon Quinn. Mm-hmm. That was my muse. Mm-hmm. And um, just making, I, I like to call it control and accentuate. And mm-hmm. that's like controlling those negative areas because, I mean, all women, we, we have those areas that we kind of want to work on mm-hmm. and then accentuating the positive and, mm-hmm. you know, showing those curves in the right places. And, and so it's a challenge, and, and I, I, I love it. I love it. I, I, I've done regular clothing, you know, 2 to 10. I've done that from the pattern-making standpoint for almost 20 years. And it's it's actually become a bore to me on that end of it. And so that's what feeds me with the full figure. I, I love the plus size. Why is it, like some designers say, it's harder um, to design for plus sizes, but could they design the garment and then take it to someone like you or pattern making to make the proportions correctly, or the uh, designer has to already have it designed right before it gets to you? Well, that's normally what happens. But the cuts that I actually, what I did with Envy, mm-hmm. I'm actually taking clothing from my wardrobe. And for those that don't know, I'm a size two. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually taking those, my garments, and because of the pattern making, I'm actually restructured. That's what I did. I restructured and uh, reproportioned the lines for plus size. So in other words, what comes out of my closet, I actually revamp. So the cuts are a little different. So as a pattern maker, do you think that gives your clothing line an advantage in regards to fit? Oh, very much so. Because that's what that's what envy is about. Envy is, is you know, I I think the two x, the three x, the four x. I think that's wonderful. But I think a nice, good fit should be avoided for plus size. And mm-hmm. that's what was missing in the industry when I was doing my research. You mm-hmm. know, that's what was missing. You being able to just, you know, with a good bra, as Terry was saying before, mm-hmm. and instead of all the Spanx, which no, no offense to the Spanx and the girdles, that's fine, but mm-hmm. you should be able to go into your closet and pull out a dress and just put on a good bra and it should work, you mm-hmm. know, because that's what I do. You know, so and that's what the whole line was designed for as far as developed for for plus size women. Okay, so let's talk about the clothing line. What types of clothing do you carry with this line? Uh, we do a little of everything because um, jackets, blazers, um, we're dropping trenches for the spring, um, pants, of course, blouses. We're doing sportswear 
to dress wear so that, you know, you can take it from the office, you know, throw on the pumps and, you know, maybe open a little button here or there and it can go into the evening. Cause okay. The whole thing was wardrobing. That's what okay. we were trying to do. And what do you think sets your clothing apart from others? The fit, the cuts, mm-hmm. and the colors. Because mm-hmm. we did, we are doing colors. We are offering colors, stripes, you know, some brights. Um, it, it, it's, 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 it's a whole array because we wanted to give, I wanted to give plus-size women the option of multiples. You know, mm-hmm. so that's what does it. But the fits, definitely. The fits and the cuts, definitely. So it's not like the grandma moo moo. Oh no 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 no. We we do we do not do a line at all. Oh we okay. Do no a lines at all. <laughs> so what is the size and price range of the clothing? Um, our sizes are from fourteen to thirty two. Mm-hmm. We like our plus girls. Right. And the price point started at about thirty. To 250 for some of the trenches, mm-hmm. you know, the trench coats, and then some of the more um, designer blazers. So we're kind of moderate, you know, okay. very moderate price points. Right. So um, is this made to order or? No, it can go online. It's, it's, okay. You know, it can go online and order. You know, okay. we definitely do mass production. Okay. So. Do you ever look for models for your clothing line? And if so, how can someone apply? Well, yeah, we actually have a model search. Okay. You know, that's going through this year um, into January where uh, three to four girls will be selected. And and just it's a, you can go online and you can see, you know, because it's not just by me. It's from various people in the industry um, oh, okay. that will actually be in on the selection. And well, tell us a little bit about it. Well, how do you submit and what okay. you chose and what happens? You can register online. Um, they will actually become the faces to Envy, and they will be flown here to do the runway show. Okay. They will also be doing the promotion. When you see Envy New York, those will be the faces that you will see. They will become the girls to Envy, the faces to Envy for the year. Okay. okay. And then we would also be trying in works with some agencies to see about trying to get them some print work and some modeling work while they're here. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's some good prizes because I think far too long – there hasn't been a platform for full mm-hmm. size models, mm-hmm. you know, something that they can take away with it and say, okay, they've got some pictures for their book or they've been on some jobs and that type of thing. So we're flying them here for a week, you okay. know, and we're going to take them through the, put them through the paces. Okay. Well, that sounds like a exciting contest you got going on there. Yeah, so. I, I think so. So do you have anything else uh, coming up we can be on the lookout for? I'm glad to say um, we will be doing the first full figure fashion week here in New York. Um, okay. Those dates, yeah, from the 25th to the 27th. Um, and I'm actually going home with Envy on July 18th. I'll be. And doing where is home? Richmond, Virginia. Okay, that's yeah, right. We will be doing Richmond, Virginia, the Unforgettable Woman Tropical Diva Show on July 18th. You will actually be able to see some of the pieces from spring uh, 2010. Because uh, I'm debuting the denim pieces, we're dropping the denim, and okay. then we're also doing Atlanta International Fashion Week 
July oh, okay. 22nd to 26th in downtown Atlanta. Okay. So, yeah. So you got a, like, some good things coming yeah, up. It's, it's, it's exciting this year. It is. It's exciting for Envy this year, definitely. And, and while you have your plus-size clothing line, are you still doing the smaller sizes too? No, ma'am. <laughs> oh, so you're exclusively <laughs> with the plus market now. The plus size. We want 14s and up. All right. You don't touch those 12s, no offense, in the 10s. <laughs> if it's not a 14, we don't touch it. All right. Well, I'm not mad at that. So tell us um, your official website, and are you on MySpace and Facebook, et cetera? Yes, ma'am. www.env, New York spelled out, dot com. That's our official site. That's our shopping site also. And we're also on Facebook, and we're also on MySpace. Okay. You can find us on all of those. Networks. So the the website is envnewyork.com. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you for, so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me, Shanice. Yes, and you have some beautiful clothes, so I can't wait to see what's going to debut on the uh, runway for the spring. Oh, well, you will be getting a couple of dibs first. That's no, sure. I can't wait. <laughs> thank you so much, sweetheart. Thank you. You have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. So make sure you check out the website there. He uh, is currently a uh, a plus-size model search going on. So make sure you check that out, envnewyork.com. Now, last but definitely not least is Velvet. Velvet is a Paris-based American artist originally from Rochester, New York, who uses her various talents to promote diversity and self-acceptance. As a model, she appeared in a French Vogue editorial shot by photographer Nick Knight, and she literally shocked the world when at 39 years old and nearing 300 pounds, she modeled for John Galliano's Spring 2006 Everybody is Beautiful runway show, as well as John Paul Gaultier 2007 Spring Summer Collection. Her acting skills are highlighted in the title role of Evita, the 2006 surreal French film, which was selected for numerous film festivals, including the 2006 Cannes and the 2007 Tribeca Film Festivals. In America, she appeared as a judge on Oxygen Network's top-rated Monique's Fat Chance Paris, Entertainment Tonight, and E! News, as well as numerous appearances internationally. Velvet is also a published photographer, and she uses her intense passion for the art of photography as a primary tool to encourage self-acceptance particularly among plus-size women, as well as to challenge current media biases towards a stringent, singular vision of beauty. Velvet is represented in Paris by Wanted Models, in Belgium by Dominique Models, and NYC by Ugly Model Management. Let's welcome Velvet to the show. Now let's see, which number would be Velvet? Velvet, is this you? This is me. Hi. All right. I wasn't sure how the number was going to look. <laughs> how are you? I love it. It's from 
hanging breasts and tropical divas velvet in Paris at 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you I so much. I love that missy-sized woman. Have you ever been called a missy-sized woman? It's like I grew up getting called like husky and big-boned, and now we have the missy-sized woman. You can't beat that. <laughs> well, I haven't never, ever been called that before. So, and I you, just want to say before we get started, I want to congratulate everyone who walked um, for MS. I thought that you guys did a great job. And oh, I'm thank so you. Baby Madison. I've yes, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So, I'm sure it was. And you did such a great job. Bravo. Thank you. Well, you have a lot of things going on, too. So, you are originally from New York, a capital for modeling and entertainment. So what was the initial reason you relocated to Paris? Well, I initially moved to Paris for love, and then I stayed for art. (laughs) Um, But I'd already lived a year abroad in Florence, Italy, so uh, it was a bit less daunting, I suppose. But now it's been 15 years. It seems like just yesterday, but it's been forever. Okay. And so you... uh were originally pursuing things in New York? Because, you know, there's a lot of things going on in New York that you could have pursued. Indeed. Well, you know, um, I went to university, the School of Visual Arts in New York, and then I was an agent for fashion photographers and makeup artists, and I always did a lot of my own photography um, and a lot of art in general. So, um, But, you know, it got old after a while, and I was really drawn to Europe, so... It's okay. Natural progression. So a lot of us, including myself, were introduced to you when you made headlines around the world walking the runway in Paris. Now, was that your big break, and how was that experience? Well, I initially um, walked for John Galliano. Um, but when Gautier celebrated his 30-year retrospective and he sort of highlighted me during the skinny model debate, there was a lot of international coverage with that. So both mm-hmm. experiences were great. You know, I'd grown up watching Style with Elsa Clench on CNN, so I had such respect for these particular designers. So to have the honor of representing for them was, and just hanging out with them was completely amazing. And would you consider that your big break in your career? Um, you know, I don't, I, I suppose most people got to know me primarily through the Gautier show and as far as international knowledge of, of me, but, um, I never really think about my big breaks. Yeah. <laughs> Every day is just fun, you know? So. Right. So tell us about working with Nick Knight for Vogue. Uh, Nick is great. You know, when I was backstage at Galliano, there was, um, Marilyn Manson and Dita Von Teese and everyone was kind of surrounding them and I was in the corner like accosting Ellen Von Unworth and Nick Knight and as a photographer you know I obviously am really drawn to their work um, and you know being in French Vogue oh, it's coveted in the industry so it's always a kick to say I'm a Vogue model you know yeah, that's but what awesome. happened is some of the models from the Galliano show had actually been selected just to you know a, a sampling of the people that were actually in the Galliano show, and I was lucky enough to be amongst them, and we ended up shooting that at the Ritz, and it was really funny just because um, recently Galliano had referred me to Camilla El-Fayed, 
um, for the Acme paper magazine. They had a party there, and she wanted me to perform. And she was telling me that, you know, she had this amazing makeup artist and that he'd, you know, be doing my makeup. And when I came back to the Ritz, it was like last week to perform for the party. Um, you know, who's standing there but the guy who'd done my makeup at the Vogue shoot. At the wow. Now, when you perform for the party, what kind of performance do you do? Well, you know, it's funny because um, I, uh, my agent's kind of like, well, she does everything. And so, but I never really have any kind of thing that I sort of pull out. I don't have sort of an act that I pull out. So we kind of all put our heads together, the people from the magazine. What, did you sing or something? I did. I sang, and um, uh, they wanted kind of a burlesque type thing. So I did a bit of singing and a bit of dancing, and it was it was very much a kick. And the thing that was amazing about it is that while um, I was, you know, there and the party was going on, they were shooting for the Men's Lava campaign, L-A-V-I-N. And so the model kind of, you know, was near and around me, and so I, I got in a couple pics um, in the Lava campaign. So wouldn't it be fun if I end up actually in the campaign? Mm-hmm. That would be very fun. We'll see. So what do you say to critics that say you are at an unhealthy size and you're promoting obesity? Well, I just think since when does obesity need to be promoted, you know? There have been virtually no images of people my size anywhere in the media, yet there's this purported epidemic of obesity, you know? It's hardly as though people caught me on ET and then, you know, started inhaling pizza. (laughs) In fact, I'd say the contrary is true, that a lot of people who are fat, they end up that way because they're striving so hard to reach this insanely inaccessible beauty ideal that we're Like yo-yo dieting. Exactly. And, and you know, the notion that I and other people like me should remain invisible when you have Britney Spears, Nicole Richie, Lindsay Lohan, they're omnipresent. I just find that laughable, you know. It's like as if only slim good bodies out there, you know, spare me. Right. And I think if you were to take a survey on the street and ask people, is every skinny person healthy, people would laugh at you, you know. Right. So to make the assumption that I'm any less healthy than the next person, especially when there's literally people dying on the runway at present. Right. <laughs> you know, it, it's a very convenient way to demonize an unpopular segment of society, in my opinion. Now, on the flip side, you have a few critics in the plus community. So what do you say to critics in the plus modeling industry who like to downplay your achievements? Well, I think everyone's entitled to their own opinion, you know. I think not everyone's prepared to let go of a more standardized vision of beauty, but I feel really fortunate to have achieved the level of success that I have, and and that's really due to people like Galliano and Gautier embracing me and my abundant curves, you know, and Mm -hmm. I hope to play a role in encouraging other people who might not fit the bill, you know, so to speak. Right, right. So do you consider yourself a plus-size model or a BBW model, or do you try not to put a label on it at all? Well, I just don't get the tendency to delineate between the two, you know. Trust me, if you go to a go-see here, the very last thing anyone's going to ask you is if you're a plus model or BBW, you know. Right. It's a debate very specific to the plus industry, but I can't say I really get the point of it, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So besides modeling, you're also an actress, and you had the lead role of Avita. Am I saying that correctly? You are. Everyone thinks it's Evita, but it's A I V I A I V I D A Avita. But you're you're pronouncing it correctly, yeah. Okay, so tell us about that movie and your role. 
Well, Avida is very, very French. <laughs> it's like screamingly surreal and black and white. You know, there's a lot of amazing visuals. There's not a lot of dialogue. It's not any way Hollywood in any way, shape, or form, which is oh. why it was so shocking to me when they, they kind of rang and said, oh, my God, we're going to go to Cannes and Tribeca. And, you know, if you're into very crazy foreign film, then definitely check it out. <laughs> now, is there a way to purchase it online, like if you're in America? Yeah, you can get it on Netflix, and, you know, um, it's in various film festivals. Just look up AVIDA. And, you know, the character of Vita is, was very fun to play just because she's sort of the antithesis of me. <laughs> so is that was that like an original thing, or was that something that had been done yeah. before? I know it's never been done. It's an original um, film made by Benoit Delapine and Gustav Caravan. And it was cool just because um, Matthew Kasovitz is very popular here. He Americans would probably know him primarily um, from... Um, some French movies that he acted in, but he actually produced Avida. So if you saw, like, Emily Poulain, he was the boyfriend in Emily Poulain, so he's quite well-known here. And it was actually funny because when we were on the red carpet at Cannes, everyone was, like, screaming, like, Mathieu, Mathieu. And I'm like, excuse me, I have to title role here. They need to be screaming. <laughs> <laughs> so out of all of your accomplishments, Velvet, um, what are you most proud of? I'm most proud of being on your show. Yeah, right. No, but I'm I'm really most proud when I can positively affect an individual's life, you know, to have an impact. That's really what drives me to take the risks that I do and to continue to try and infiltrate the media, if it's by modeling or photography or acting. For me, the point is to try to motivate people and not just plus-size people, but people in general, you know, they can be big, small, old, short. It's really just to embrace the beauty that's specific to them and to encourage people to celebrate, you know, the generations that are behind them that make them what they are today versus worshiping the current beauty ethic of young and tall and white and thin. That's really what, what makes me most proud when I can really positively influence an individual. And do you get a lot of emails um from women saying that you um, help them with their self-esteem? Oh, yes. I, I get loads and loads of them. And I was laughing because I listened to your show with Maddie when you guys both had sort of similar stories where, you know, people write and they're like, and they always ask that same question about, you know, how do I become a model? So there's not mass amounts of information out there anyway. And right. especially in Post Model Magazine, you know, with Sharon got her articles are incredible. Right. Um, and so... And, you know, like giving me their number and saying, you know, just give me a ring, <laughs> which I would love to do if there weren't like 80,000 emails coming in of the same ilk, you know. Right, right, um, right. But I appreciate all the emails I get. And, and, you know, that's really what, like I said, is a, is a big motivating factor. And I think that because I'm the size I am and there's the age I am, et cetera, there's not of people that are out there doing that. So, Right, so you're a role model for a lot sure of women. As well. Right. Thank you. So what? Um, let's talk a little bit about your photography too. Um, what made you start doing photography? Was it a hobby that you always had, or or how did you this know, start? I um, primarily was like a painter and, and into drawing and painting, and then um, I was a major in fine art at one point, and so it forced me to take photography. And I was completely intimidated by all technology, and still am. <laughs> really? So I. I was sort of forced to take the photography and then just fell in love with it and, 
you know, shot everything with my Pentax K1000, and there was just that immediate satisfaction, and, and I'd really been drawn to the fashion world, so being able to, you know, incorporate the fashion with people, which were always my subjects, I'm very drawn to people, even though I shoot some nature, etc., I'm primarily into shooting people. Um, so I, I've always had that passion ever since I was forced to take photography classes. So are and then you... I was lucky because I ended up studying in Italy, and I was at the Scuola Lorenzo de' Medici, and the photography teacher at the time was James White, which, you know, he's probably not as well-known as he should be, but he shoots mm-hmm. a lot of the um, Vanity Fair. He shoots, like, Madonna and Charlize Theron. And wow. He come, you know, yeah, he's totally amazing. At the time, you know, he was starting out, so... But he was super cool in his motivation of me because, you know, he gave me, like, a key to the dark room, and I couldn't ask for a better teacher than James White, so I owe a lot to him. So are you um, for hire as a photographer, like if a a model in the area wants pictures? Yes. Actually, you know what? I'm going to be coming to America this summer, probably late July, early August. So if any models want me to shoot them, I'm going to be coming to New York and then the Philadelphia area, and then my sister's in Virginia, so I'll be in the D.C., Virginia area, okay. and then up to Rochester, Buffalo, and on to Toronto. So anybody who is in those areas and around in the summer, um, and you should also check out Venus Divas magazine because um, there's a fashion editorial that I shot that will come out in their July issue. Okay. And I'll also be in their August issue modeling with a, a fashion editorial that um, Christopher Perry shot while I was in England. So Okay. Lots well, you had going to a lot of places. No L.A. on there, huh? You know, I've never been to L.A. I'm going to go to Japan, so maybe they'll make me lay over there, and then I can, like, come visit you during three seconds in the airport. Who knows? Yeah. I'm to go to L.A. Yeah, you're saying okay. everywhere but the West Coast. I know. I have to come to the West Coast, but you guys already have amazing plus-size photographers out there. You don't need me. You always <laughs> filled with great photographers out there. So, of course, not that you don't have them on the East Coast either. But oh, hey. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do you have anything else coming up that we can be on the lookout for? Well, it's hard for you guys to be on the lookout for because <laughs> unless you're in Japan or Paris, um, other than the Venus Diva stuff as far as America goes, um here I'm going to be doing this amazing TV show on Direct Week TV. It's called Coach Evolve, and they're having kind of, um, I guess you'd call it, like, you know how America's Idol or whatever have the four judges. So I'm one of the judges, and we're actually picking out plus-size models. Okay. Um, and there's going to be 15 women who will end up choosing, and then I'll be shooting all of those women for 15 different sort of editorial advertising type shots, and then those will be exposed in a gallery here in the Marais, and then they'll hopefully appear in Paris Match magazine, which is another popular French magazine. So. Okay. So, well, we might not can catch it or pick it up, but we probably can see it online somewhere. Well, it's, it's sold already to France and Canada, and they're speaking of selling it to America as far as I understand. But I'm sure that if it is, it's on some sort of odd cable channel maybe. <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but I'm, I'm guessing. I don't know. Because it'll so, all be in French, so... Okay. Well, tell us um, your official website. Like, is there one spot that you post all this so we know what you have coming up? Yeah, you know, I should have a website, um, and I don't, which is very bad of me. Um, but I, if you look on MySpace or Facebook, just look up Velvet Demore, V-E-L-V-E-T, 
B apostrophe A M O U R. Um, on Model Mayhem, I have a couple accounts, one for photography and one for modeling, and the number um, for that is 159583, and then the other Model Mayhem account is 540056. Okay. Well, cool. Thank you so much for being on the show. And you, I know you're kind of low because it's in the middle of the night there. Exactly. It's like almost four, so I'm happy that my boyfriend hasn't come in and yelled at me yet. <laughs> but it's so great to talk to you, and I'm dying to meet you because I feel like I know you. I know because I was thinking before the interview, have I met her in person? But no, I haven't. <laughs> it's not yet. Hopefully we'll come to New York in the summer. Yeah, maybe we'll have to meet in New York. Well, okay, well, enjoy the rest of your night, and uh, congrats on all your success and uh, continued success. Thank you so much. If anyone did the Cannes Film Festival, they can come see me there. I'm performing at Cannes again, so I know it's a slight chance, but give it a whirl if anyone's out there. (laughs) Okay, Okay. yeah, people listening from all over. Yes, and big kisses to everyone at both um, Venus Divas and Plus Model Magazine, and especially Baby Madison. <laughs> yes. Take care. Okay, uh-huh. bye-bye. Well, that was Velvet. Make sure you check out her upcoming show if you are uh, in the area where you can view it. Uh, it's not in America, but she will keep you posted on her MySpace and Facebook, what she has coming up. So tune in next time, and we'll have more plus industry professionals with stories to not only inspire you, but to keep you connected. And if you're interested in advertising on our show, being a guest, or have comments, email us at guest at plusmodelmagazine.com. And if you haven't already, don't forget to join the Plus Model Radio pages on MySpace and Facebook. For more information about our show, go to our website at www.plusmodelmag.com. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting Plus Model Radio, the number one podcast for plus-size women. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. That's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.